This is 680 CJOB. I'm Brett McGarry. This week on the Couch Potatoes, we've got our February movie preview. Plus, I'm Jeff Braun. The road to the Oscars continues. I'll have a review of Moonlight. Plus, HMV shutting down across Canada. It's a sad day for the Couch Potatoes. We'll get into that a little bit. But right now, let's get into that February movie preview. You're not real. That is from the trailer for Rings, which kicks off this month, the threequel to the 2002 film, The Ring. Remember that? The one with the creepy video? The Ring was a remake of a Japanese film, and it did quite well, triggering a landslide of remakes of Japanese and Korean horror movies. They made a sequel, The Ring 2, in 2005, but it was crap. Now, 11 years later, we have a third one. Here's a clip from this new film that will get you caught up on how it all works. Come on, we gotta get up. I keep thinking about this story. There's this video that kills you seven days after you watch it. The second it's over, the phone rings. And this boy says... That's when she's coming for me. The main character here is Julia. She gets concerned when her boyfriend starts looking into a dark subculture surrounding that mysterious videotape, which is not just a beat-up old VHS anymore. Now it's online, of course. So she sacrifices herself to save her boyfriend. But something is different this time. She discovers there is a movie within the movie. And when she answers that fateful phone call, she gets marked. You want to know about the girl in the well. What does she want from me? This mark on your hand. It says rebirth. Rebirth? Does Samara want to possess Julia? That was the voice of Vincent D'Onofrio, by the way. Johnny Galecki from Big Bang Theory is in it, too. Looks creepy, but so did the sequel, and it sucked. But this one has Samara on a plane. She strikes in midair on a plane. And all the screens on the back of the seats show the video. That's both scary and hilarious. This film was originally supposed to come out November 13th, 2015. Then it got bumped to April 1st. Then again to October 28th. And now it's finally opening. Julia, what do you offer me? You've opened up a door. And now no one is safe. Also new this weekend, The Space Between Us. I want to go to Mars. I wrote those words when I was 12 years old. Mars is a planet ready for life. That's Gary Oldman as the head of NASA. In 20 hours, six astronauts will travel to Mars, not to visit, but to live there. 
Boom, they're colonizing Mars, and one of the astronauts ends up having a baby, the first human born in outer space. There's talk of having the kid visit Earth, but because he's never experienced our gravity or atmosphere, his body might not be able to handle it. His heart will simply not have the strength in the Earth's gravity. Bones will be brittle. He wouldn't even survive the trip back to Earth. But somehow he does get sent back to Earth. The kid, now a teenager, is Jack because he's got a pen pal on Earth and he wants to meet her. After arriving, however, he's cooped up like an animal so the scientists can study him until... There's been a breach! We need teams from the airport, Amtrak station. They can't survive. How do we know he's going to see her? Because she's the only person he knows on Earth, and he's a romantic. Hey, Tulsa. Tell me where you're really from. Mars. Just because something sounds crazy doesn't mean it's not true. And what starts as a cool sci-fi movie about living on Mars ends up a schmaltzy teen romance deal. Boo! I was scared I wouldn't know how to be human. You make me human. Tulsa, what's your favorite thing about Earth? You are Gardner. Also new this weekend, in limited release, check your listings, Robert De Niro stars in The Comedian. Let's talk about the supportion of a town you live in. Hicksville! You getting this, Amy? What are you doing? You taping me? Give me that. How many hours did you get? A hundred. Me too. My dad used to love your TV show. We've watched every episode. Always nice to meet a fan. Well, we just had the one TV. Ooh. This is the worst day ever. Just a bunch of olives. Hey, look, are you free tonight? What, like a date? Or it'll be just an appointment? I'm not sleeping with you. I'm I don't know what you're after. Not. Look, you had a terrible day. You just said it. Let me take you to a place you might have a nice time. De Niro plays an aging comedian who falls in love with Leslie Mann. It's not the first time De Niro has played a comedian. He was awesome as terrible comic slash insane person Rupert, Rupert Pupkin in Martin Scorsese's The King of Comedy in the 80s. This, though, does not look nearly as good. Weirdly, the trailer looks like the movie might be good, but De Niro's terrible in it. However, the reviews are the opposite. They say the movie's terrible, but De Niro's pretty good in it. I'd just go back and watch The King of Comedy again. Ladies and gentlemen... Jackie Burke. More of the Couch Potatoes February movie preview in a moment. You are listening to the Couch Potatoes. I'm Brad He's Jeff. We are the Couch Potatoes doing our February movie preview. Now let's look at what is coming out on February 10th. Welcome to Rome. Is this a formal event or a social affair? Social. How many buttons? Two. And what style? Tactical. Keanu Reeves is back as the retired hitman in John Wick Chapter 2. Mr. Wick, do enjoy your party. How good to see you again so soon. The first John Wick movie arrived in 2014. In that, he comes out of retirement after some Russian thugs break into his house, beat him up, and kill his dog. They killed his dog, so he kills everyone. And it was amazing! It got excellent reviews. 
at 85% on Rotten Tomatoes, made a respectable $86 million worldwide, and has developed a solid following. What made it so interesting is that it wasn't just a simple revenge action movie. The filmmakers created this entire universe with all sorts of neat little quirks, and it left you wanting more once the movie was done. Also, in most action movies, the edits and cuts come so fast and furious, but in John Wick, they would hold the camera on one scene and just let it play out. So you got to watch John Wick gun down 15 guys before you see an edit, and now we have chapter two. You have no idea what's coming. You want a war? Or do you want to just give me a gun? Ian McShane and Lance Reddick are back and new to the cast this time out, Common, and providing a bit of a Matrix reunion of sorts, Lawrence Fishburne. The man, the myth, the legend. John Wick. You're not very good at retiring. I'm working on it. And I hope he continues to stay bad at retiring because I want to see more chapters of John Wick. Whoever comes, I'll kill them all. Also on the 10th, it's the erotic sequel to the erotic Fifty Shades of Grey. It's Fifty Shades Darker. This time, no rules, no punishments. No more secrets. The first Fifty Shades made more than half a billion dollars a couple of years ago, so here's the sequel. There were multiple books in the series as well, so as long as the movies keep making money, they'll keep making movies. This one is described on IMDb thusly. While Christian wrestles with his inner demons, Anastasia must confront the anger and envy of the women who came before her. I'm sure you've already made up your mind about whether or not you want to see it, so let's move on. Do you think you're the first woman who's tried to save him? She bangs! She bangs! <laughs> What's up with the she bangs stuff? Do I really have to explain it to you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just wondering if there's some sort of a up. Ricky Martin connection. No, I just enjoyed it. And was that uh, William who? That was William Hung at the end, yeah. <laughs> oh, William Hung, that's right. <laughs> American Idol. All right, uh, moving on. Also on February 10th, a new adventure featuring The Dark Knight. Yeah! Uh-huh. You know what it, it must be great to be Batman. Batman, we love you! Thank you. I'm blushing super hard under the mask. Batman! Pray God. Thanks, Batman! I can only imagine he's going home right now to party the night away, surrounded by friends and lady activewear models. Hey, computer. I'm home. I'm home. I'm home. It is the Lego Batman movie. The first Lego film debuted in February 2014 and was a surprise smash hit. The fifth biggest movie of the year in North America with $257 million. It was also a critical success with 96% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Chris Pratt was the voice of the main character in that film, but one of the popular supporting characters was voiced by Will Arnett, the Batman. 
Master Bruce. Your greatest fear is... Snakes? No. Clouds? No. It's being a part of a family again. No, now it's snake clouds because you put that idea in my head. Joining our net are Zach Galifianakis as the Joker, Ray Fiennes as Alfred, Rosario Dawson as Barbara Gordon, and Michael Sarah as Robin. We built this city. It's the Batcave. Gosh, oh my gosh. Look, it's the Batsub. Don't touch that. The Batsaplin. Don't touch that either. It's the Batkayak. Do I get a costume? I love it, but his pants are just a little tight. I got an idea. It's better. I can only look you in the eyes right now. In this film, Batman has to stop the Joker from taking over Gotham, but in order to do it, he has to learn to work with others and maybe, just maybe, learn to lighten up. Hi, Batman! No way! Come catch your greatest enemy. Superman is my greatest enemy. Superman's not a bad guy! Then I'd say that I don't currently have a bad guy. I am fighting a few different people. I like to fight around. More of the Couch Potatoes February movie preview in a moment. You're listening to the Couch Potatoes. Welcome back to the Couch Potatoes. I'm Jeff. He's Brett. We're doing the February movie preview. And on the 17th, Matt Damon travels to the land of China in the Great Wall. Why are you here? We came to trade. You lie. You are thieves. Damon and Pedro Pascal of Game of Thrones and Narcos fame come to China in olden times in search of black powder. Gunpowder, I guess. What they find, though, blows their mind. Turns out the Great Wall of China was really built to protect against crazy monsters. What was that? There are many things you have not seen. The Great Wall. is the only barrier keeping the world safe. Mother of God. What is it they want? To feed. This movie looks really dumb. If Matt Damon weren't in the trailer, you'd swear it was just some B-movie version of a special effects monster movie. Very strange. The director is highly acclaimed in China and actually directed the opening and closing ceremonies of the Beijing Olympics in 2008. The early reviews for The Great Wall, however, are not so hot. This is where you chose to die. Good luck with that. Also on the 17th, a movie called Fist Fight, starring Ice Cube and Charlie Day. I'm gonna fight you. I'm sorry, what? Parking lot. After school. It's on. Teachers don't fight! I want everybody to see this. Yep, they're teachers, and they're going to fight in the parking lot after school. The trailer doesn't say why, but Cube is clearly not impressed with Charlie. And being half his size, Charlie is scared. Looks silly, but it should have some good laughs. This fight also stars Christina Hendricks, Dean Norris, Dennis Haysbert, Jillian Bell, Kumail Nunjani, and Tracy Morgan. 911, what's your emergency? There's a crazy guy at my high school. He's trying to beat me up. If you have a problem with a bully, I need you to speak to a teacher. I am a teacher. You're a grown man. Now go on and take that ass whooping. (laughs) Do you think it will ever stop being amusing watching Ice Cube be angry at everyone? Nope.
That is gold every single time. He did a couple of movies where he played a lighter, softer version like of Ice Cube. Like when he was a daddy, or like a, what was, what was it called? Not daddy daycare, but the, are we there yet? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, movies like that. Family movies. But it's generally, it, it never gets old. Watching <laughs> no. him just scowl and threaten people, it's always especially, funny. Especially when it's, you know, silly like this. Yes, of course. And up next, more of the Couch Potatoes February movie preview. You're listening to the Couch Potatoes. I'm Brett. He's Jeff. We are the Couch Potatoes. We're doing our February movie preview. We are on to February 17th. One more for that weekend. Something called A Cure for Wellness. There is a sickness inside us. Rising like the bile that leaves that bitter taste at the back of our throats. It's there on every one of you seated around the table. Only when we know what ails us can we hope to find the cure. What do you make of that? Clearly he's lost his mind. Our thoughts exactly. Dane DeHaan plays a young executive sent to bring back his company's CEO from a wellness center that's hiding in the Swiss Alps. But he gets in a car crash while he's there. You here for the cure? No. Actually, I was just leaving. No one ever leaves. Welcome back, Mr. Lockhart. Signs of concussion. Depleted immune system. I would like to recommend a treatment. Think of it as a cleansing of the mind, as much as the body. Now he is stuck in this place, and he learns things are not as they seem. Sounds like kind of a predictable and familiar story, but the trailer showcased some gorgeous cinematography from director Gore Verbinski, so I might actually have to give this one a chance. You're trying to make me think I'm insane. Part of the cure. There is no cure! Accept the diagnosis and you will see it. It's wonderful here. Moving on to the final weekend of the month, February 24th, there's a rather creepy looking thriller called Get Out. You got your toothbrush? Check. Do you have your deodorant? Check. Do you have your cozy clothes? Got that. What? Do they know I'm black? Should they? You might wanna, you know. Mom and Dad, my black boyfriend will be coming up this weekend. I just don't want you to be shocked that he's a black man. <laughs> I ain't never seen you like this before, bruh. Meet family Taking road trips, don't come back all bougie, man. Come back, get your damn pants up to your damn stomach. <laughs> get out the way, get out the way. Get Out, again, is a thriller from writer-director Jordan Peele. Yes, that Peele from the comedy team of Key and Peele. It's about a young black man who visits his white girlfriend's family estate, and he learns the family, even though they don't seem to care about his race, they're kind of weird. Call me Dean and you're hungry, my man. So how long has this been going on, this, this thing? <laughs> <laughs> we hired Georgina and Walter to help care for my parents. When they died, I couldn't bear to let him go. So he comes to realize there's something wrong with the handful of black people who are in the area. Peel says the story is inspired by the Stepford Wives, 
and serves as a commentary about how as a society we sometimes like to think we've moved beyond racism, but we're really not even close. So look, I go do my research. Apparently a whole bunch of brothers been missing in this suburb. But it's cool. Bro, how you not scared of this, man? Also on the 24th, Nicholas Hult tries to save his girlfriend, Felicity Jones, who needs help paying the medical bills in Collide. I'm sorry, but a kidney transplant is the only solution. You're all I've got. It's nearly 200,000. I'd go back to what I was doing. I don't want you to do that for me. All I'm trying to do is protect you. Turns out his old job was working as a driver for drug runner Ben Kingsley. Look, tense. Who instructs him to rip off another big-time drug lord, played by Anthony Hopkins. I wonder who this foolish man could possibly be. This one looks really terrible. If it were any good, it wouldn't star Nicholas Hoult, who is simply not an action movie lead actor. Might be worth it, though, for fun, crazy performances from Sirs Ben and Anthony. Leave her out of this. When people tried to steal from me, many innocent characters died violent and meaningless deaths. Poor Juliet. One more on the 24th, a cartoon from Mandu Pictures called Rock Dog. Welcome to Snow Mountain, where sheep live in harmony. <laughs> but the dog who was bred to guard them sees you. Comes. It's in your face! Yes! Did you see that? Would rather rock and roll. I like it loud. I like it tight. Dad, I've decided to become a musician. You're not gonna be a musician, Bodie. You're gonna be a guard. Get used to it. Rock Dog is about a Tibetan Mastiff who is supposed to be the next village guard dog for the countryside sheep, but he wants to be a musician. The cast includes J.K. Simmons, Luke Wilson, Eddie Izzard, Louis Black, Keenan Thompson, Mae Whitman, Jorge Garcia, Matt Dillon, and Sam Elliott as a character named Fleetwood Yak. But when inspiration falls from the sky... Any advice for up-and-coming musicians? Never stop, even when your dad says stop! He'll make his dream a reality. Bodie isn't you. He's looking for his own paradise. What's this? Go to the city. Find that passion! I love you, son. And that concludes the Couch Potatoes February movie preview. Up next, an update on a show that we were telling you about last week, The Good Place. And Jeff's got a review of Moonlight. You're listening to The Couch Potatoes. Welcome back to the Couch Potatoes. I'm Jeff, he's Brett, and in my ongoing effort to see all the Oscar Best Picture nominees this week, I saw the movie Moonlight. Hey, little! At some point, you gotta decide for yourself who you're gonna be. Can't let nobody make that decision for you. Do it! You gonna raise my son now? I got you, I promise. I'm not gonna let you go. Your mama. You're in the middle of the world. Moonlight, rated R. 
Directed by Barry Jenkins, starring Alex Hibbert, Ashton Sanders, and Travante Rhodes, all three actors as Chiron, and it's because this movie is told in three parts. The first part is Chiron as an elementary school kid, and then there's a part where he's a teenager and the part where he's an adult. Uh, it also stars Mahershala Ali and Naomi Harris, both Oscar-nominated, and Ali just won a SAG Award. A quick review, Moonlight did come out last fall. It's back in a few theaters now, thanks to the Oscar nominations, which include that Best Picture nod. And that's good, because it's definitely one of the best pictures I've seen in the past year. Briefly, it's a story about this kid growing up in one of the poorest neighborhoods in Miami. He's got a lot of things on his plate. He's got a bad mom, no dad. His only real father figure is this drug dealer played by Ali, who you remember as Cottonmouth from Luke Cage. Uh, he has some inner strife, mostly as a teenager. You know, he's confused by sex like all teenagers. He gets bullied a lot. The movie's about his journey, about betrayal, love, judging books by their cover, just life, and trying to take control of one's own one's own life. It's a very powerful movie. It's beautifully told and beautifully shot. Uh, it'll, frankly, it's going to be a shame if it doesn't win the cinematography Oscar. Everything's popped. The shot composition is exquisite. I read one review which said, uh, you can feel the Florida humidity, and that's bang on. I'd also give the director, Barry Jenkins, an Oscar too, either for writing or directing. And I'm um, pulling for Ali to win that supporting actor award. He gives a quiet, understated, and sort of sweetly devastating performance. You, you know, you're not supposed to care about drug dealers' feelings, but he makes you as he... You know, looks after little young Chiron. Uh, this guy needs to be in more stuff, this Cottonmouth, because he, he was that good in Luke Cage, didn't you think? Oh, yeah, tremendous. And I think that's the first thing I've seen him in. I mean, I know he's been in other stuff, but... And I hope he gets good roles after this, not just, you know, like thug stuff in action movies or something. Um, Moonlight did win the Golden Globe for Best Drama, so it's definitely in the conversation for the Oscars. If anything is going to topple La La Land, I give it four couch cushions out of five. And speaking of that Oscar race... Hidden Figures won the SAG Award for Best Ensemble, which is their best picture thing. Mm. And La La Land won the Best Comedy Golden Globe. So there's a few movies in the mix here for Best Picture. But I, guess, I think La La Land still at this point is sort of the horse to beat. Yeah, probably. Uh, the If I had to guess, I would say Moonlight. I would suggest Moonlight is the one that could yeah. unseat it. But uh, I think La La Land is still definitely the front runner. Before we switch gears and tell you what is coming to home video this week, let's just quickly revisit something that we discussed last week, The Good Place. In the afterlife, there's a good place and there's a bad place. You're in The Good Place. I'm not supposed to be here. Somebody royally forked up. Why can't I say fork? If you're trying to curse, you can't hear. That's bullshit. Condescending <laughs> bench. Motherforker. You know I'm trying to say ashhole and not ashhole, right? I got that. Yes. The Good Place. Thursdays after Superstore. This fall on NBC. Yeah, it's been renewed. We hope it will be renewed and it'll be back most definitely for season two, a 13 episode renewal, which is a good thing actually. And season one was 13 episodes? Yeah. And with the serialized storytelling, you know, it's the lessons that the industry learned from Lost. Shorter seasons are better when uh, everything's one giant story because it means less filler and that sort of thing. And so just tighter storytelling, which is good for everybody. The Good Place, and in case yeah, in case you didn't hear last week, Good Place is a comedy on NBC and it also airs on global television here in Canada. It's about a woman who dies and goes to the good place. There's also a bad place and it's just really funny, super imaginative. And we were not entirely sure if it had the ratings to 
get renewed. NBC, though, is a network that is known for renewing, for sticking by good shows. Yeah. Even if the ratings are bad, whereas Fox would, uh, if this were on Fox, they would probably cancel it. They, <laughs> they've canceled stuff, I think, after two episodes. Yeah, yeah. And up next, we are going to tell you what is coming to home video this week, Blu-ray, DVD, digital HD, and what have you. You're listening to The Couch Potatoes. Things are a little bit up in the air. No, I, I can take care of it as far as the general maintenance is concerned, but that motor is going to go at some point. I'm taking care Th of it. There's no allotment for a new motor. Well, whatever you decide... It's going to bleed you dry just sitting here. We don't, we don't know exactly what we're doing. Brett McGarry, Jeff Brown, we are the Couch Potatoes having a look at what is coming to home video this upcoming week, this Tuesday. And what was that? That was uh, Casey Affleck in Manchester by the Sea talking boats. Didn't want to do any spoilers, Brett. You know how you hate the spoilers. I do hate the spoilers. I found the most boring, nonsensical clip of the movie I could possibly find. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, that's a coming out on Digital <laughs> HD, Manchester by the Sea. It's uh, still, if I had got a vote at the Oscars, it's still the one I would pick for Best Picture. I thought it was fantastic. Even four and a half coach cushions out of five a couple of weeks back. Another Best Picture nominee coming out on Digital HD, Hacksaw Ridge. That's the Mel Gibson-directed World War II movie. And Nocturne. Animals, which got an Oscar nomination for Michael Shannon and stars Amy Adams and Jake Gills. It's a thriller type movie. Those are the digital HD releases. If you want something concrete on an actual disc that you have to go to a store and buy or order online, uh, we got Trolls from Dust Till Dawn Season 3 and Vice Principals Season 1. Trolls is that movie with Justin Timberlake and Anna Kendrick the where they play trolls, you know, like the, those toys with the cool hair. Yeah, yeah. And they, they sing a lot and it's really colorful, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy, kids. Not Jeff's thing. Well, and it's funny that you mentioned that if you want a disc, that you have to go yeah. out and and buy either on in a store or online. I mean, major shift this week in terms of that sort of thing with HMV announcing that they're going belly up and that they're shutting down all of their stores. I we buy DVDs there. We do, and our we were what was keeping them afloat. <laughs> well, and we really are. Uh, I know that we always sort of preface this home video segment as what's coming to Blu-ray, DVD, and digital HD, because, hey, I mean, I know that we are kind of a dying breed, yeah. but people, some people still do like to go and purchase, and that's, you know, who we are aiming at, and I think, and I could be wrong here, but I would think that families a lot of times might want to go buy the disc for their kids. Yeah. Especially Disney. They, Disney just released this past week a, a special edition of Pinocchio, and those Blu-rays are always a home run. I know, I got friends with little kids, and they'll record stuff on TV and have it on the PVR, and the kids can watch it, you know, over and over and over and over and over again, but their PVR also fills up because of that, so, but I think it's a lot of times they're also just waiting for the kid to finally get sick of it, and they can delete it. Yeah. Because kids, some of the little, but they're really little kids, and they'll just outgrow a lot of that stuff. I was expecting this day to come eventually for stores like HMV, because HMV is almost the last bastion of where you can go to buy Blu-rays and DVDs other than like Walmart and yeah. I think Best Buy is sort of reducing. Yeah. Well, last time I was in the one nearest to me, it didn't really have the actual section anymore. It had some bins with some stuff in it, but didn't look like they were making a big display of anything. Yeah. So and certainly not nearly as many as they used to have. And I know a lot of people just say, ah, I'll just wait for it to arrive on Netflix. I mean, last time I checked, Netflix has, I think, 5.2 million is in 5.2 million households in Canada. Really? That's a lot. That is a lot. A lot of people on Netflix, so. thing I don't like about Netflix, and I like Netflix, and I have Netflix, and I will continue to have Netflix, but after a while, stuff just 
they change it up, right? Then the movie you really like will disappear from it eventually. So that's why it's nice to have that hard yeah, copy. of your favorite movies. Right, but you can still do it online. Just want to quickly mention, speaking of Netflix, I watched a show this week called Trapped. It's an Icelandic murder mystery. A friend of mine just mentioned he had heard it was good and he added it to his Netflix to-do list. So I immediately looked it up and watched it. It is amazing. I'll tell you a bit more about that next week. As well as the CTV drama... Cardinal that debuted this past Wednesday, the same night as Mary Kills People, or I guess it was last week. I got, I watched the first episode and I'm getting caught up. It's actually pretty cool. I'll tell you about all that. I'm Brett, he's Jeff. We are the Couch Potatoes. And remember, if it requires getting up off the couch, don't bother. This is 680 CJOB.